Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Good morning, Brian. We're Good just going to talk Mr. to each Philly. other. <laughs> um, obviously, a long weekend. We're off and running here, uh, trying to figure some technical stuff out, but we're going to just speak to one another, Brian. Something funky is going down yeah. here in the Navy Yard Studios. Hopefully we hope gets, you hear us. Yeah, if you hear us, that's <laughs> the most important part. Um, B. Mitch, my name is James Patrick Finley. I am 42 years old, father of two, and I have a confession. What's the confession? I watched more Daytona than I did the NBA All-Star game. I, don't, uh, I never would have expected to say that sentence. To be honest with you, I watched like the end of it, just like you said, you told Bees you watched the end of it. But the All-Star game for me, this is the problem. We're expecting regular season basketball in the All-Star game. And I think for the last 20 years, at least 15, they haven't played defense in the All-Star game. Now it's about how can I shoot? What's the distance I'm going to shoot from? Hell, everybody's shooting three-pointers. The young kid, Halliburton, was on fire. Dame Dash was like, this is my first time ever becoming a starter. I'm winning the damn MVP. Dame so, Lillard. Huh? Dame Dash? Dame, I was going Dame Dime, whatever. But Dame, <laughs> Damian Lillard. Uh, you know, he got a little, what's his nickname? Dame Time. Dame Dime. So oh, all Danny's I here. did was go, uh, what I'm saying is, they were, he was shooting it. And I would say this, although there was no, yeah, we can hear you guys, so be sure that so, uh, don't say anything I don't dumb. know if the the West came into the game thinking, these fools going to try to challenge us at times? Because when you look at the West roster, you say, too big for the East. Sure. But the East came in shooting that thing, playing a level of defense that you could see in an All-Star game. Because the West played nothing. They yeah. didn't try to stop nobody. I think the – now, I – Maybe at least on a passive level, watched more All Star Game than I did Daytona because I had it on second screen. Yeah. Um. I don't, oh man, I don't know what that was. Um. I don't know. I I just I didn't find it enjoyable, and I feel like there's this like real passing of the torch, something like that. Um. Because like LeBron, Durant, or. Like, the stars of that game were different dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think those guys maybe just don't care enough. I, I, I'm i not sure. 
what to make of it. I, I've i been enjoying NBA basketball a little bit, especially the good games. But it, it's, oh, boy, I heard that. So everybody, we're going to take everybody behind the curtain what we're trying to navigate through right now. Usually, Brian and I wear headphones on the radio program where we can hear programming, but it's incredibly bizarre what's going on right now. <laughs> and Daniel's here trying to help us. I guess we can just take him off. Um, it's not at all distracting trying to do a live program. Um, <laughs> I think there's this like weird time loop, time warp with the NBA All-Star products, All-Star Weekend, whatever you want to call it, where... Every year, it's like, oh, man, they don't play any defense. Oh, man, the slam dunk contest sucks. Like, it, that stuff has been happening for well, a long time. Now, the slam dunk contest. The three-point shooting stuff's far more interesting. Way more. Way more. But what I've noticed now, a lot of players are also now starting to state that we need some of the stars. We need some of the stars to go. This is the thing. Like, like society likes to tell me what's better today than it was in yesteryear because nobody likes to go back and look. Michael Jordan was the biggest star in the league when he was in the slam dunk contest. Dominique Wilkins was another one of those guys. Uh, remember Larry Nance Jr.? All those guys that were names were Dude, getting involved I mean, you with can it. You go forward, Cur- Vince Carter, yeah. Steve Francis. Like, All these well, cha- Chambers. I think Chambers was another guy. The I mean, white dude? Yeah. But Vince Carter, all these dudes were getting it done. Today, the stars don't want to do anything. You know why? Because I think... Bro, they don't play in games. Well, you think they're the going to play in the exhibition it, stuff? The mental. the me- See, I'm not here to try to act like the guys in the past were so much physically be- uh, better or not. You know, everybody has a physical. Every era has physical uh, guys that are physically talented. But mentally weak people are lead- leading the uh, world today because these guys don't want to play because they fear losing. Okay? Those guys back in the day – did not care about losing. They felt they couldn't lose. You get what I'm saying? MJ and, and Dominique, they will go at it. You know why? Because you think you're the absolute best. Don't tell me you're the best when you don't want to face no challenge, when you're afraid to fail. You got you to gotta get rid of that damn mindset to be the best of the best in my book. Today, guys don't want to get involved with things because they fear that somebody else may be. I've always said this. Go get guys from the N1 mixtape. And let them come in a slam dunk contest against these dudes in the NBA. And, and you That's know what? basically what they did. They'll run away from it even more. You know why? Because though, what's the the white dude? Six two. No, no, no. This white dude is sitting in the stands with blue jeans on. He could do any damn dunk anybody in the league could do right now. Well, dude, the guy He's about six two. I watched him go in the game one day. They called him out. Dude was doing everything. Well, B, but people are afraid of the, that. The guy that's won the last two slam dunk contests, Mac mm-hmm. McClung. If you remember, he had a cup of coffee at Georgetown for yeah, a minute, and then he yeah. transferred to like Texas Tech or something. I think he's from like Southern rural Virginia or something. Dude isn't in the NBA. He's in the G League. Last year, Philly promoted him so that he could go to the dunk dunk contest. This year, I think he's on like the Spurs roster or something. I guess he's on the Magic roster. So, like, so that, I, do you think nobody's doing the dunk contest because they don't want to lose to a G League white dude? Dude, I think they don't want to lose to anybody because they're all afraid of it. Listen, believe me, Matt McClung is in the back of every one of them. Man, I can't go put my reputation on the line with that. You know what MJ and Dominique would have did? Bring your ass on, young man. And that's that's why I that's why I take so much. I get pissed off at people trying to tell me who's the best of the best. 
when they are scared to be challenged, they're scared to challenge people that are better, then you can't tell me they're better than the guy who did not give a damn week in and week out, day in and day out. These guys today are afraid of someone saying, man, you lost so-and-so. Why would I give a damn about the person that's not even in the arena telling me about who I can't beat? I just think the NBA has a problem where the only on-court product that's really awesome is the playoffs. So, how like, if NBA regular season games, you have load management issues that the commissioner's finally trying to address. You've got, and, and listen, people want MVPs, the comeback player of the year trophies, all that stuff. That's cool. They want that. But you know why that, what is the new rule? you got to play 75% of games or whatever. Um, track down the actual rule, Jeff, if you can. Also, if you can hear me. But the, the reason they've tried to address that is so that players play more often and yeah. fans paying for the product know what they're getting and the television audience knows what they're getting. You know why players will care? Because that's tied to all NBA selections. Mm-hmm. And if you, the only way to get a Supermax contract is with an all NBA selection. But see, this That'll the, get people to pay attention. But this is the thing, though, Jay. But, like, if the regular season sucks, we really think the exhibition in the middle of the regular season is going to be cool? Let me ask you a question. When you hear... 65% of games? You hear the talk of guy... 65 games out of 65 82. games, Thank yeah, yeah. I think hear, it's like 20%. You hear from guys back in the day, they wanted to compete. When you hear Magic, you hear Isaiah, all these dudes that discuss the All-Star game, they were happy to be there with those 24 best of the best. You know why? Because they wanted to show that I'm better than you. In this day and age, guys don't put – they're making $50, $60 million, and they do not want to play unless you tell them, well, you can't make All-NBA. Whatever happened to just being a dude that's competitive? You know, I wake up in the morning – and I'm competing at some level with somebody every damn day. I don't care who you are, how old you are. Because this is the way I was raised, the way I was Today, I compete only when you're going to take something from me. What sense is that? Well, dude, I, I think it'd be overly simplistic to say these guys don't want to compete, but they don't want to compete it's in the regular overly, season. It's overly they compete simplistic, like hell in the playoffs. But, but this is the thing about it. If I want to compete, I want to compete every time I step out. I don't want to compete just when I'm completely feeling good. I don't want to compete when I'm not tired. But but the, the ultimate thing is when you are a competitor, if you're tired, you deep you dig deep and you find something. When you're sick, you still find a damn way. Emmett Smith, remember when he was hurt and he was feeling all bad? He had about a hundred and something, almost 20 yards. MJ, how many points he had in the flu game? You know, you start thinking about these things, and you look at guys today, they look for reasons not to play. Yes, they are. Listen, there are a lot of stars out there. Guys are unbelievable. But my thing is, why is it you're looking for ways out? Show me. I mean, just if you are the best, live that way. Be that all the time. I'm just saying basketball culture isn't that way. I understand that. It just isn't. but, but But the thing of it, why isn't it? That's a different question. (laughs) I don't know. So my question is, I understand things are different now, but why? I can't wait for the NBA playoffs to start. You want all the love of the guys that did it every damn day, every game, no matter what was going on. They have you have better everything than the guys in the past have. You get it, but they did it every time. You get it some nights. Some nights. Think about Bucks Nuggets was a couple maybe two weeks ago on a Friday night. Like when there's a when there's a heavyweight NBA matchup, 
I get fired up for it, especially if I'm like home, you know, a lot of those games start at eight, nine o'clock. Girls are asleep. My wife often goes to sleep. I can like lock in and watch the second half of a good basketball game. I really enjoy that. That's the only time I watch the game. And the half second the time half. you don't know if dudes are going to play. In the first half, they don't do much. They just go through. They act like they're in a championship fight, heavyweight championship fight, and they're trying to feel each other out. I leave. I, I suppose I I leave it at this. If you watched All Star Weekend and enjoyed the product, cool, good for you. If you watched All Star Weekend and were largely underwhelmed, I think the Steph Sabrina. Ionescu stuff was cool. That was probably better than uh, everything I saw in All-Star. Dude, the I don't know what portion of the All-Star weekend it, this was. The half-point shooting contest. Did you mm-hmm. watch that? The what? I, I don't know if it was part of a skills challenge or what, but at some point there was like a half-point shooting contest. Half-court shooting half court, contest. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It was awful. It makes you realize how good Steph is and that not everybody's Steph. Because yeah. it took some of these dudes like a minute between three of them just launching them to make one. Yeah. It was like if me, you, and Jeff go out there and just launch them. What you talking uh, about? I'm going to make mine. I, I'm confident you are confident you will. <laughs> um, but like, if you watched the All-Star Weekend and enjoyed it, terrific. If you watched it and were underwhelmed, like I was and sounds like you were. The, the, the thing of it is this, okay? The, the joke's on you. For because me, the regular season product's underwhelming. I don't expect much. I expect to be just entertained. I, I'm looking for who shoots the longest, who scored the most point. I want to see the best alley oop. I'm not even looking for a basketball game because to be honest, like you stated, the regular season hasn't been basketball for a long time. The Some playoffs, nights there are. Now, Some now, nights you stumble into a game and it's awesome. The Los Angeles Lakers won the midseason championship game. Oh my God! Who and cares? they're one of the worst teams in the damn league. Why? Because they gave them something to go out there and fight for. And guess what they did? They put a banner in the rafters. They shouldn't what have. Do you, they Magic should take that down. and Kareem are probably like, man, what the hell is this? They put that crap with all our stuff? <laughs> Everything is about the way it looks in this day and age. Not what it really means, the way it looks. And you hear, this is what I'm hearing, though. I'm hearing a lot of guys that are in the game today that don't like how it's being played. But maybe their name is not just big enough. I hope some of these dudes become bigger and bigger names to where then when they speak, people start listening to them a little more. Because we only listen to the guys that have the biggest names. And you know what they do? They want to chill. They they risk getting hurt. They got plans. Oh, I'm going to play with my son. Okay, if you could go full speed and you still there when your son come there, do it. But if you're going to coast so you could do that, that makes that makes no sense in my book. I'm with you. Um do you want to hear a story? Uh, Landville, can you hear me? All right, Landville can hear me. That's good. Because I'm going to have no idea when to go to break and all that kind of stuff. Um, I guess I got to do is look at the clock and I guess see it's if it's on 10, 20. Tell you. That is normal. That'd be easy to do it that way. Jeff, I can't hear a word you're saying, pal. Um, <laughs> Jeff, just talk without pushing the button because that's how we hear y'all. So, this weekend, I went skiing. Uh-huh. Um. We drove up to Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, Saturday night. Um, shout out to Chambersburg. Nice little town. Mm-hmm. Um, stayed at uh, Spring Hill Suites. Nice little hotel, whatever, right? Relatively cheap. Your boy was on on Scottish time this weekend, trying to be cheap. Um, and we wanted to go out to dinner Saturday night. And it's like, you know that uh, shopping center where 66 hits 29 right out there by Jiffy Lube Pavilion? Jiffy Lube Live, whatever the hell that's called. 
Yeah. Or is that 50? Off of 29, you're talking about? It's, I think it's like where 66 hits either 50 or 29. That's 29. Yeah. And there's like a big development there. Left side. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, we were staying at one of those. Mm-hmm. A lot of chain restaurants, all that kind of stuff, right? So we You're go, about nine miles from my house or less. You're that far out? If you were at 29. Damn. Um, I'm on 50. Right. I mean, I'm off of where you get over, you cross over 28. So we go to, there's a Texas Longhorns, no, there's a Texas Roadhouse, mm-hmm. hour and a half wait. I have two little girls that need chicken nuggets. This isn't, this isn't that complicated. So we go to Olive Garden, 55-minute wait. I'm like, this, this is not. Chicken nuggets, go to McDonald's. We tried one more <laughs> restaurant. Perhaps mommy and daddy wanted a cocktail. That, that, that's a problem. Um, tried one more restaurant, 45-minute wait, at which point we went to Chick-fil-A and sat in the hotel lobby. Yeah. Uh, but the kids loved it. They thought it was cool. Yeah. So whatever, we skied. That area is hot on like a weekend out. It, it was stunning how yeah. hot it was. Oh, yeah. It was packed. Um, so whatever, we go skiing. It goes okay. Um, it's funny because my oldest daughter is a pretty good little skier, but she's never really dealt with East Coast snow. We've skied out West mm-hmm. or when we went to Wisp earlier this year, shout out to Mike Farley. We had perfect weather. We had fresh snow. It was great. Mm-hmm. This past weekend in Pennsylvania was like 45, kind of slushy, kind of icy, um, which is how you grow up skiing on the East Coast. But it was kind of her first experience with that. Not really into it, B. Um, but whatever, we get going, we pack up the car, uh, we stop at Dave and Buster's in, in Gaithersburg, which was fun. The kids played the games. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally got a beer. Um, drive home, unload the car. I just got new skis, right? Because at, at a certain point, it doesn't make sense for me to rent when mm-hmm. I'm going with some regularity. I'm not growing anymore. At least my feet aren't. Um, I fear my forehead is. But... Uh, Unload the car, Brian. I'm done. I've driven a lot. I've helped kids ski. I'm done. Mm-hmm. There's four people in my family, right? Mm-hmm. Me, Lauren, Shelby, Ainsley. Landville, simple math would tell you you need four sets of skis. Eight skis, four sets, right? We unload the car. We've got four sets of boots, four helmets, four ski jackets, two sets of skis. What else good? Where are the other skis? I asked my beautiful wife. You didn't put them in the car? She says. I said, you didn't put them in the car? The other two sets of skis are at Whitetail Mountain. I am in Bethesda. Now, surely there's a way around this. We don't have to drive back to Whitetail. However, my wonderful neighbors and friends, you know my boy Greg Papa, Mm -hmm. Pop, they lent us their skis. So we didn't have to deal with the rental line on a holiday weekend. Are they their skis that y'all left? They're their skis that we left oh at Whitetail Lord. Mountain. Yeah. I, I'm a good Catholic. I say, well, hell, I can't leave their skis at the mountain. So guess what I got to do? Saturday, 4 o'clock-ish. Drive back? Drive back to Whitetail Mountain. How far is that? Uh, on the way there, <clears throat> I was moving. Well, I just think- I got there in about an hour 15, but guess what on the way back? Now, luckily, the skis were right where you we got left. got a ticket? No. There was bumper-to-bumper traffic on 270. You have to find a way to make sure that y'all have, like, a plan because obviously you and your wife don't communicate when y'all starting to pack stuff. Y'all <sighs> assume that the other's going to do it. And when you assume, you're just making an ass out of you and me. So you got to figure out a way. Y'all got to talk to each I've other. Or I wanted three hours of solitude in the car where I got to listen to podcasts. 
Y'all got to y'all got to discuss. Hold on, has Jeff never heard that? <laughs> we got a break. We can't hear anything. It's Beamish and Phil. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I guess we're back. Yeah. Be Mitch and Finley. Leville, just tell us what song you played. Uh, Ragdoll by Aerosmith. Ragdoll by Aerosmith. I enjoyed that one. Um, I also am realizing you can't even talk to me. I guess I'm hearing you from that other microphone. <laughs> This place isn't really soundproof, so you could be hearing me through the glass. Highly no, fu- we hear functional. you through that mic. <laughs> can we just ask if the junks had this, or did this all happen from nine fifty four to ten o two? I think it all happened from nine fifty four to ten o two. Terrific, weird. Really feel supported. Um. So, Brian, yes, I want to discuss a few things. Um. Cody Betts tweeted me. He said, JP, every time you tell a life story, there's a certain point in the story where everybody listening can say, oh, no, because we know exactly where the story is headed and it's not good. Yeah. So I got that going for me. Yes. I did, however, want to bring something up. Bring it up, brother. The commanders tweeted out this morning, 9 Mm a.m., we've finalized our 2024 coaching step. We finalized our 2024 coaching staff with the hire of. What the hell was what, it? What what just happened? Everything working now. What just happened, Jeff? Jeff, I, there was Jeff, a power cord on the button. Hey man, something uh, was just turned I, off. I'm going to say this, and I'm not blaming nobody, but I'm everybody blaming. that works in the studio, let's make sure everything is exactly how it is when you leave out of the damn uh, room you walk into, because. That that wasn't like that before. So, oh, nah, so the I thing know was, we all just do stuff. Let's make sure the people behind you don't have to go with deal with no BS. Point blank. Let's go. Jeff, you figured it out. You cracked the case. Now I can't hear you, Jeff. Now you got to hit the button, Jeff. There we go, Landfill. You can hear me now? Yeah. Hey, man. The best problem solver in the station, man. But, nah, <laughs> it was just crazy. <laughs> a power strip was on a talkback button. And it was just and it shut down everything talking else. back to everyone. Yeah, we're back in business, baby. Right, now we'll be able now. to hear the songs. The the, the, uh, the hosts now are comfortable 
saying what they have to say because it was uh, it was weird. It was very weird. It was it was a little disorienting. I felt like I was in like a sensory vacuum. Um, l- quickly, because I would have asked you guys earlier, but nobody could hear anything. Did you watch any of the NBA All Star Game, Jeffrey? No, not at all. <laughs> Neither of you watched any. Hell no. Wow. Did you watch any of Daytona? I did not know. Jeff? Mm-mm. I can weirdly see you liking car racing. You like racing. I love car racing. Yeah. Yeah, I do like racing. It's just I didn't sit down and watch none of it Sunday. Well, you know what? Because there's something coming, folks, and the NBA is going to be real upset about this. When the NFL gets to an 18-game schedule and the Super Bowl is then on President's Day weekend, NBA All-Star Games looking for a new home. They better. That's just the reality Because they can't thing. compete anyway. Hell, t- they better worry about women's basketball. Dude, seriously. Now, I'm curious for women's basketball if this is like a Caitlin Clark moment. If Caitlin Clark was not playing when uh, LSU played South Carolina. Right, and it got a huge and they just And they beat the uh, NBA their games. It's crazy. So they better worry about that. Um, Daytona, the final was awesome. It sucks that the last lap was on their caution. But the last 20 laps or whatever I watched was a ton of fun. Um, but, Brian, so. The no, com- 22 people, 22 cars were in an accident. No, there was a huge accident no, earlier. I know it was 22 cars when they had like 15 laps left. Yeah. And not all of them were out of it, but 22 cars were in the pileup. So that's half of the damn field, right? Well, and B's had the guy in first. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So the commanders have finalized their coaching staff. They've hired John Glenn as assistant special teams coach. All All right. right? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I, like everybody else, could just tweet out, the commanders have announced John Glenn is the special teams coach. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. a a lot of people posted that. That's cool. You're providing information. But, Landfill, I'm not like everybody else. Mm -hmm. So, what did I do? When I hear the name John Glenn, what do you think of? The astronaut, the the former you, is he related? I doubt it, but like the former U.S. senator, like he's a he's a famous accomplished man. So I quote tweeted the commander's tweet of John Glenn mm-hmm. and Brian. This dude does not look that excited to be here in this photo. Look at this photo of my man. But is that a real picture, or did they? I don't superimpose know. that 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 uh the jer- they just the, took a picture and put this shirt on him. They do right. that a lot. Either way, it's not a big deal. But instead of just telling the world the exact same thing everybody else did, I quote treated it with a famous John Glenn quote. Mm-hmm. John Glenn, for a period of time, was probably one of the most famous men on the planet. He was, now Neil Armstrong gets all the credit. I believe John Glenn's foot touched down second on the moon, mm-hmm. right? I think it was, or was it Buzz Aldrin? Who was number two on the moon? Look that up for me. Jeff probably doesn't believe anybody landed on the moon. Um, regardless, John Glenn was a big deal. He was portrayed in The Right Stuff, which is a, a tremendous book and a pretty good movie. Um, so, Brian, I quote tweeted, an end of something means the beginning of something else. Mm-hmm. This is very clearly a John Glenn quote. I am not waxing poetic about an assistant special teams Coach, hire. Well, I would say this, Jay. Guess how everybody reacted. How they reacted. Like I'm waxing poetic about an assistant coach hire. 
My man Jack Swamp said, geez, dude, really? So dramatic. It's a football team, bro. Well, well you got a real— You that, missed the joke, but, Jack. But see, but this is a problem, though, dog. There's a, such, there's a thing called know your personnel. You have to stop putting things of that quality or level on Twitter. Because most of the people on Twitter do not know where the hell you got that John Glenn quote from. They think you're talking about strictly the picture that they see. And if you, you put a quote with a picture, they're going to automatically put those two together. Not think beyond. That's fair. You, um, have, to, you have to sometimes pull back and just give them what they, what they could relate to. So you think I tried to fit personnel into my scheme rather than scheming up for my personnel. There you go. Yeah. All yeah. right. I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. I, it was it was just a one-off thing. I thought it was funny. Nobody else did. Yes, Landfill. Do you have information on John Glenn? Uh, John Glenn was the first person to orbit the Earth. He never walked on the moon. Ah, might be. Um, still, first person to orbit the Earth. Pretty big deal. Would you go to and, space? And to be honest with you, if I had to ask 100,000 people a senator from Ohio, about that, right? they probably wouldn't have known. So, how many people out of a hundred you think knew that John Glenn was an astronaut, though? Uh, probably none. No, you knew nine, one person out of ninety-nine that put it out. You put out how many? How many other comments did you get? All right. Well, look. Um, I got eleven replies. Because you got to realize when people are looking at a picture of a football team, this football team, where a lot of people are, are hoping that things get a lot better. Because they've dealt with so much negativity and bad things happening. Hold on. They don't they're not thinking beyond the pitcher and the football team to be able to even acknowledge that you are talking about some historical figure. All right. So of my of the replies, one of what the one reply from Topher Tech just said Jennifer King. So he clearly didn't get it. Uh Jack Swamp, we already covered, he didn't get it. Um Chris Hertz talking about the combine, he didn't get it. Um now, this dude, Brian Del Buono, definitely got it because he hit me back with, and the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. Okay. I would like to know his age. Uh, he's got a photo here. He looks seasoned. Seasoned. Yeah. So, the seasoned guy that probably is looking at that, he probably hit, and you probably caught that guy, but most people are not catching that. Um. One dude, Power Boater 69, replied with uh, <laughs> lyrics from the song Closing Time by Semisonic, which I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, Paul Evans seems to get it. He said, nice pull. Faraz said, okay, Gandhi, relax, which I'm not sure he gets it or not. Um, RK Hansen replied deep. And then, of course, this being Twitter, I got a couple replies from bots about um, stock predictions. Yeah, yeah. So... They figured that a bot put that uh that statement out that you put out, so they figured they'll respond to you possible. with a bot. Um, a more important tweet I had over the weekend that I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, Mitch and I recorded a podcast yesterday, um, going through all the hires, right, all the assistant coaching hires, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure we have paid proper attention to Ken Norton. Now I mentioned the player. Yeah, he like, was a badass. Yo, that's the exact word I used. Yeah. And I tweeted out this video of Ken Norton because everybody below <sighs> the age of 35 probably has no idea who he was, frankly. Um, I mean, his Is car- that? You talking about? Well, 
even his father too. But I mean, Ken Norton last played in two thousand. Like Jeff, do you have any file on Ken Norton? Not at all. Do you know who his father? So Ken Norton that just got hired to be the Commanders linebackers coach is Ken Norton Jr. Do you have any idea who his father was? No. What That's if I, Muhammad Ali. What if I told you he broke Ali's jaw? Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's tough. Uh, Ken Norton, certified badass. I'd like to at least acknowledge that a little bit more than we have when we return. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's P. Mitchell Finley. Well done, Landfill. Is a little bit of a weird vibe to play closing time at ten forty nine a.m., but we're all we're we're waxing poetic. It's a poetic wax day, unlike the kind of waxing Jeff does. Um, I I think we should just pause for a moment as a group and recognize that the Commanders' new linebacker coach is a three time Super Bowl champ, a three time Pro Bowler, and a All Pro player. Second rounder by the Cowboys in the 88 draft. Grew up in Lincoln, Illinois. Went to UCLA. I'm guessing he, w- he moved out to California as a child. I mean, his father was everywhere. Yes, his his <laughs> father, Ken Norton Sr., was a heavyweight champion of the world, right? Yes. I mean, like, It's just, it's kind of rare that you get a dude like this to land on a coaching staff and we don't talk about it a little more. It's been, it's been coaching forever, but I think ultimately, Jay, you got to realize. He's been coaching for a long time. That life is not what people are concerned about here. And yet we give, you give some credence to what he's done. Right now it's about the coach. I think his coaching prowess has been as good as his playing days. And I think that's what people are more concerned about in that sense. And, you know, I, I competed against Ken. We've, we've had some some mix-ups. You know, one one uh, game we are played. Are you going to be cool with him now? I'm, when I played football, I played football. I mean, my, my job, I played football, I played football. I, everybody that I played against, they will tell you I, I was hard. I went hard at it. I did not go up there to, to like you. Brian, doing radio with you, I understand but at that. The end of the, I can only imagine at the end of the game, team. it's over with. You know, one thing about yeah, it, sure. you, you don't take that with you. Uh, I think the game, he was like, man, he, he was saying about how he was going to give me a two-piece. I'm like, that was your dad, dude. You know what I'm saying? But the ultimate thing is, I knew when I played against him, you had to come because he's going to bring everything he had. And I think that's what everybody looked for. Back in the days when those early in the 90s and all, when he go against those cowboy teams, people would look there and everybody hated him. Listen, you know why we love playing him? Because you knew you had to bring your best. Sure. And I think that, that we talked about competition and being competitive and wanting to challenge people early in the show, that's what it was all about back in those days. And I think he's going to push his guys to be just like that. You know, you you need some level of the old school still in football today. Well, and I think if you consider that the Cowboys won back-to-back in 93 and 94, or I guess the 92 season, 93 season, 
Then the Niners won. I believe Ken Norton flipped. It was like Ken Norton and Dion flipped back and forth from Dallas to San Fran in those years. <laughs> yeah. And it was like this cra- crazy rivalry. Um, Ken Norton was a really, really excellent linebacker. And mm-hmm. they didn't try to make him do anything. Like, it wasn't one of these. This wasn't a Micah Parsons. This wasn't an Isaiah Simmons. He was a linebacker. Yeah. And you hope maybe he could just come here and coach linebackers. Like, do you feel, is it too far gone with Jamin Davis? Or is no. there a chance at a at a resuscitation? Well, well, I think there's a chance because what I've, I've loved hearing uh, Dan Quinn talk about, we're going to take a guy and we're going to make him better. And if we find out he has a special talent, we're going to utilize that as well. I never heard him or any of his coaches say, we're going to take a guy and make him do something he never he's never done before. What I'm hearing, and I, you know I talk about the first job mentality, I'm hearing these coaches saying they're going to make sure whatever the person does great or does very well, they're going to enhance that to the highest. They're not talking about no position flex and what else they can do. No, I need you to be able to do the first thing very damn well before I think about making you do anything else. Now, if you show me you're capable of doing something else, I'm going to damn sure utilize that as well. Well said. Um, coaching is vital. Connecting to players on their own level is vital. Um, over the weekend, the world lost one of the best to ever do that. Lefty Drizel is a Hall of Famer mm-hmm. in in Springfield, Massachusetts. Um, all-time great, all-time character. Um, a guy that changed college hoops forever. Um, I mean, the guy created Midnight Madness. The whole world does that now. Yeah. Um, the the major reason the NCAA tournament became so popular is because I believe it was the 1974 Maryland Terrapins lost to the NC State Wolfpack in double overtime in the ACC tournament. And because of the rules in that day and age, only NC State got to go to the NCAA tournament. It was only the conference tournament winner. And they changed it because they're like, Maryland's the next best team in the country, and they're not coming, and they went and won the NIT, which used to be a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like, this dude changed the world. Um, Great long life passed away this past weekend. Tom McMillan, one of Lefty's most accomplished players, one of Maryland's most accomplished alumni. Um, Tom McMillan played in the NBA, played, obviously, a really high level, was an All-American in college basketball. Tom McMillan eventually became a... Member of Congress. Yes. I mean, Tom McMillan's had a hell of a ride, and he credits a lot of it to Lefty. Tom McMillan joins us next to honor Lefty Drizel. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.